Every decision you make as a leader has a financial impact on your business. This podcast focuses on the intersection between a leader's decisions and those financial impacts. Welcome to the Money and Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Archer, an experienced CFO and seasoned business owner. And with that, let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy this episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the nine steps that you can take to define your core values. I probably won't go into a bunch of stories. This is tactical of how to actually define your core values as a business owner. I'm not going to try to convince you why they're important. I did a separate podcast on why I think that core values are important uh, to any company. So if you want to check out that information, go check the other podcast, the one right before this one. But for now, um, I do want you to understand that the core values of a business, they absolutely have to come from the founder. And I see so many companies make a mistake here. And that is they jump right into core values for a company or for the business. And they don't, the founder doesn't spend the time or the business owner doesn't spend the time, the work necessary for himself or herself to discover what their personal core values are. And so what happens is you get a group of people around and everybody starts talking about who they want to be and how they want to act and, and all of these things. And oftentimes the owner gets influenced and they get influenced by everybody else's values and everybody else's way of thinking. And this is an absolute mistake. And the reason why it's a mistake is because if those values of that company are not fundamental to that business owner, then it's destined to fail. It's destined to fail because there's going to be a constant pull that is going to be between the business owner and the actual company or the employees of the company. And the pull is going to be not together. It's going to be a separation um, of values. And so ultimately, the business owner ends up betraying the company core values. That person then gets tagged as a horrible leader, uh, disassociated, you know, all of these things happen um, and there's this disenfranchisement of what employees think that that the company should be versus what it actually is. I firmly believe that if you're an owner of a company, the first thing that you do before you go through this mission, vision, core values exercise with your company is you sit back, you spend some time and you really think about who you are and what you want. And I would also charge that if you're an executive of a company or you're on the board of a directors of a company, that you also go through this exercise. Because what I have seen the most is that the most unsatisfied people in a company is based on a misalignment of values, flat out. So if you're an executive or on the board of a directors, you need to understand what your values are and make sure that those values align to the values of the business owner and the company. So why don't people do it? Well, first of all, I think that they fundamentally don't understand the impacts that a misalignment of values has on their company. Um, and the impacts are far and deep. They don't fundamentally understand what a core value is. They uh, are unsure that if they go through this exercise, like what are people going to think about them? 
um, they sometimes don't want to look into the mirror because when you really spend some time with yourself, self-reflecting and truly understanding your, your values, uh, you may not like what you see. Uh, they just fundamentally don't know how to do it. Right. And that is the essence of what we're going to talk about today. Um, so today, the nine steps to define your core values. And these are the nine steps that I use and that I've used with other folks to help start defining their values. And a side note on this is this is not the be all end all of core values. And what I mean by that is this is a great place to start to define your values, but it's also a constant process and a constant refinement. And this work takes work. Anything good is going to take time. And one of the things that I do is every year on my birthday, I take a half a day and I reflect. I reflect on the year. I reflect on everything that I've gone through, all the accomplishments, all the failures, all of those things. And I reflect on whether or not my values were being lived through actions. I journal. And so I keep a lot of notes. So I'll go back through the journal and I'll, I'll just remember and reflect on that. And then I'll look at, are these values still true? Um, am I living them? And then in the year coming up, I think about what do I want to accomplish and how, what behaviors I need to implement, change, or get rid of uh, in order to live what I believe my values to be. So with that, let's let's uh, get into it. So step number one, you're going to get out a piece of paper and you're going to write down a list of words. Oh, also on a side note, I forgot this at the beginning. Um, I do have a free downloadable checklist to go through the process of defining out these values. So if you want uh, access to that, then check the link in the show notes and it'll link you to, to that PDF. Okay, so step one, write down a ton of words. Don't be too concerned about what the words represent at this point. You're literally just going to write down as many words as you could possibly think. In the download, I've got you started. I think I have like 50-something words to kind of get you started, but that should be a starting point, not an ending point. Really just let your mind go, and you'll find that once you start this process, you will actually be able to just continue to write and write and write. And don't try to prejudge words. Don't try to think about, oh, I want to be this or, oh, yeah, this is who I am. Just literally write down all the words, good, bad, or indifferent. Just write them down. Once you have that list, we're going to go to step two. And step two now is going to be writing out the definition and think about that that definition of that word as, as you're writing them down. The next thing that we're going to do, and so step three, is we're going to now take this list of words and cross out ones that we absolutely know don't represent who we are, and we'll continue just crossing those out, and then we'll circle the words that we think do represent who we are. Kind of the a numbers goal here is uh, 20 different words. What we we think like, oh yeah, that that word resonates with me, and I have some kind of a connection to that word, and and I feel something when I whenever I read that. So once you have about 20, we're gonna go to the next step, step four, which is we're gonna write down just our initial thoughts on why, like why did that word stick out? Why did it resonate? Um, what is it about that word that uh, you think it represents uh, some aspect of who you are? So again, we're not we're not trying to go too deep here. 
Um, we're just getting the process of getting some initial thoughts. We're, we're definitely going to dig a little bit deeper and go through these words in the next couple of steps. So after we have our initial thoughts written down, we're going to go to step five and we're going to go back to our list of 20 and we're going to write down the synonyms and the antonyms of those words. So why do we do this? The reason why we write down synonyms is because we're really trying to understand what the word represents. And maybe there's a different word that's close that represents more closely uh, to what our values are. And so that's why we write down synonyms. Then we write down antonyms. And the antonyms are, you know, the, they're the opposite. So now what we're looking for is the antonym is definitely not who I am. As we're going through this process, we're really, really starting to get our mind to dig into what the true meaning of this word actually is. Okay, so once we have our synonyms and our antonyms and our definitions all written down, now take a step back and let's look at it again. Does this word mean what you actually initially thought it meant? Uh, I have found this to be true on occasion where I thought a word meant one thing and I went through the definition, the synonym, the antonym, and then come to find out the word actually didn't mean what I initially thought it meant, right? And so if it doesn't mean what you initially thought it meant, then does it still deserve to be in your list? Does it still deserve to be on your top 20? If the answer is no, then cross the word off and look for another word. If the answer is yes, then we're going to keep it. We're going to repeat this process of finding words, definitions, synonyms, antonyms, evaluating, saying yes or no, crossing off until we have 20 good solid words that represent who we think that we are. So that's step five. Okay, step six. Now we're going to take these words and we're going to group them by themes. The reason why we're grouping these by themes is we're really trying to, to dig and pull more and more and more out of us. So for example, you may have honesty and truth. Those two words, like they're going to be a theme together. And so the question is, which one more represents based on the definition, the synonym, and the antonym? What is honesty? What is truth? Pick one. Transparency may also fit into that group. Figure out the words that you want to group together and then pick one. And then that now becomes your theme word. So the goal here is to dig and dig and dig until you have 10 themes. So you may need to repeat the previous five steps until you have 10 themes. Now, if you can't get all the way to 10, then that's okay. The challenge here is for you to just really start digging deep, uh, spending some time and trying to get these, these 10 themes together. If you can only come up with seven, that's fine. But if you can get 10, that's fantastic. If you get more than 10, then you know you get the gold star, right? <laughs> so spend some time here, repeat the process, repeat the process. Uh, until you get these 10 themes. Okay, so now that you have these 10 themes, I'm gonna ask you to prove it. Prove to yourself that these themes actually represent you. Now, how do you do that? Okay, so through our day-to-day -day life, our core values are gonna show up in pretty much everything that we do. They're gonna show up either positively 
or they're going to show up negatively in, in everything we do. But three of the main areas is going to be where we spend our time, how we expend our energy, and where we spend our money, right? So those three things. So let's talk about those. So time, look at your calendar. You can look at your business calendar, but also look at your personal calendar. Where do you spend your time? If you say that one of my core values is family, and you literally spend no time with your family, then yeah, that's probably not a core value. It may be a desire, but it's not a core value. Your core value is not family. It shouldn't be on the list, right? So look at your time, both business and personal. Second thing is energy. So think about how you're spending your time and the energy that it takes from you during that time. And so what I mean by this is ask yourself the question, what are the things that invigorate you? What are the things that recharge you, that that energize you? And what are the things that absolutely drain you and why? Why do they drain you? Why do they energize you? So as you're looking at where you spend your time, take it in that context of how did I feel after I spent this hour block performing on stage? You know, or how did I feel after I spent this hour block working out? Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? Did it suck the energy out of you? Okay, so the third one is money. Where do you spend your money? Where do you spend discretionary income on purchases, things that you want, not that you necessarily need? Think about like, what do these purchases represent to me? You know, do they represent some kind of freedom? Do they represent some kind of uh, enhancement? I, uh, do they represent experiences, lifestyle? Like, what are they? So it's more than just, oh, I, I bought, you know, all of these things. It's what does it represent? What does it mean to you? How does it make you feel whenever you have those purchases? How do you feel about it a week later, a month later, a year later? You know, really start thinking about what these represent to you or mean to you. So I'll give you an example. Uh, One of my core values is continuous learning. I've been a huge advocate in my personal life for continuous learning for pretty much my entire career. How does it show up? Well, if you look at my calendar, I spend a couple hours every single day learning something new. It's normally in the morning time when I'm having coffee. I have downtime. I'm by myself. Things are blocked out before the day gets busy. I will spend that personal time learning. Now, this could be in the form of doing research. It could be in the form of consuming content. Uh, It could be in the form of an online course that I've taken. It could be in the form of reading a book, listening to a podcast, uh, reading newsletters. But the whole theme or the whole premise of it is I'm learning something new. And so when I come out of those sessions, those one, two, three hours, sometimes sessions, I feel energized. My mood is better. I feel I'm happier because I've learned something and I feel like I've gained a little bit more knowledge. I've put another uh, tool in my tool belt or I've sharpened a tool that I already have, but I'm energized and I feel positive about that experience. So that's time and energy and money. I spend money on courses. I spend money on books and audiobooks and and those kinds of things. So that's an example of when I really sat back and I went through this process of who I am and 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 the core of of me learning became 
one of those things that I was so clear and it was so easy to actually prove to myself that continuous learning is a core value. So here's what I'll say. If you struggle in this step that you can't specifically find examples, then I am going to challenge you and ask you, is it really a core value or is it uh, something that you think that you should have or a way that you want to be? It's not core to who you are today. And that's really what we're trying to get to is the core to who we are today. So if you're struggling with it, cross it off, repeat the steps and come back right? Repeat and repeat and repeat this until you dig and dig and dig. And that's how you're going to actually discover what your values are. Okay. So now we're at step eight in the process. And this is really where the rubber hits the road for lack of a better term. We're going to choose of our list of 10 themes. We're going to choose the top three to five words that represent our core values. Okay, so there's no hard and fast rule here. I use three to five as a range, but you very well may have more than five. But what I would argue is you should never have less than three, right? So if you can't come up with three core values, then you haven't done the work and you need to go back and repeat it. You know, maybe you have seven, possibly 10. The general rule here is somewhere between three to five. Okay, step nine. This is a bonus step, but I also think it's actually a really important step. And if you're not comfortable doing this step, then then that's fine. But I just encourage you to put yourself out there and do it. And that's take your list of your three to five core values of who you think you are uh, with the definitions of what those words mean and give this list to a handful of your trusted advisors. So your spouse, your friends, your executive team, maybe a social group, but give it to people who actually know you, people who know you well, people who you've known, known you for maybe three, four, five years, um, who have interacted with you multiple times. Give this list to them and just ask the question, does these words represent the core of who I am? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, tell me why. And be open here. Be open for the feedback. If you get consistent themes from everybody of like, no, truth doesn't uh, doesn't represent who you are because on this occasion, you know, you told me this and on this occasion, you told me that. And on this case, you know, if you start hearing this over and over again, then like, don't fool yourself. That's not a core value. Maybe it's something that, that you uh, want to be, but but it's not. Tell people to be honest, like tell them it's okay. Uh, you're looking for honest feedback here. You're not looking for for niceties. If you get these back and you now want to reevaluate your words, you may have to go through this entire process again. And that's okay. And go through the process again. Spend the time uh, to really get to understand uh, what your core values are. Once you've done all this and you're comfortable, you've arrived. You can now put into words what your values are. Now, if you own a business, this is the very first step. Now you can go to your bigger team. Now you can go through the process of defining core values for your company. Now you can go through the process of making sure that things are aligned. Now you can go through the process of discovering your vision and mission and and all of those pieces that go into a really great long-term sustainable company. Okay, so here's here's the pro tip that I was uh, going to say. 
if you've gone through this process and you're honest with yourself and you develop this list of values and you don't like what you see, you don't like the person in the mirror, that's okay. Do not despair because I fundamentally believe that our values can change over time. Then go through the process of writing down the values of who you want to be. And when you have that list, what you can actually do is intentionally change your behavior to become that person and live those values. What I want you to keep in mind is we are what we think about and how we act. So I'll leave you with that. But one request, if you enjoyed this, hit me up on LinkedIn in the DM and let me know what your what your core values are that you went through the exercise and tell me what you thought. One of my uh, core values is honesty. And I love honesty, um, both for myself and from other people. Uh, that way we can always improve. Thank you for spending your time with me. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Money and Leadership Podcast. If you want help with any of the numbers in your business or you want to access any of my free content without paid walls, without email subscriptions, uh, please visit me at www.archercfo.com. That's www.archercfo.com. If you found this podcast valuable, please leave me a comment. Share it with a friend or subscribe so you never miss out. This is your host, Greg Archer, and I will catch you on the flip side.